Well, this is a night where we face a reality of death, a real physical, tangible reality of death. We started out the season of, of Lent with Ash Wednesday, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And tonight we sit with these mortal remains of Jesus. He's really dead at this moment. And all the, all the Gospels describe the burial, just like what I just read from John, what we read at the last station. All the Gospels could have stopped with death on the cross and then gone right to the empty tomb. They could have stopped at what we heard if you were here at noon or watching online, heard so beautifully sung, it is finished. Could have stopped it, then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit, and then boom, jumped to Easter. But no, each one of our gospels slows down. We don't get to jump straight to resurrection, we're invited instead to hold off that Easter joy and sit with death, sit with the reality and physicality of death. Remember the first funeral I ever went to, well into my adulthood, where a coffin was laid into the ground. Remember standing there with his sympathy wreaths of roses and floral sprays, It was a family with a great matriarch. Her children were in their 50s and 60s. And they'd had kids. Those kids had had kids. There were about a dozen great-grandkids running around. And they had decided graveside and told all of us attending that this matriarch's four children were going to take a handful of dirt and put it in on the coffin once it was lowered down. And we were all to watch that as a symbolic act, which I found really meaningful. I'd never seen that before. Well, the four children did it. But one of the great-grandchildren got up, and she walked over to one of the wreaths. She pulled out a rose, went over the coffin, stood on the edge, and peeled the petals off the rose to throw on great-grandma. And then another one of the children grabbed a lily. And slowly, very reverently, the kids, these little kids, these great-grandchildren, and then the grandchildren in their 20s and 30s started getting flowers. And then some of us who were around realized, well, we're actually allowed to participate in this now. And so some of us grabbed dirt, others grabbed some of the flowers, And we laid this matriarch to rest in a really physical way. And as clergy, we get the blessing of seeing the physical ways we care for loved ones when they've died. The beautiful ways we've held urns in the sanctuary, put urns and boxes in the columbarium back there, where we have the saints of people who've gone before in this community with us. So tonight we're 
to sit here with Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, Joseph who's asked for Jesus' body, Joseph who in one of the Gospels has carved out his own tomb, which is what we read at the last station, a tomb in, in rock, and Nicodemus bringing 100 pounds of myrrh and aloes, I mean, it's overwhelming amount of scent and spices. And together, wrapping Jesus in the spices, wrapping Jesus in the linens. This is an embodiment of death. I've always thought of Jesus embodied as alive, then as now, now in the post-resurrection, But how often do we think of his embodiment in this moment of death, that Jesus has entered death so fully to be with us in our deaths, in that physical body, in that physical moment. So we're at a transitional moment right now. We all know Easter joy is coming. If you're here tomorrow night, it's going to break out with a big, big explosion of light and celebration. You're here on Sunday morning and be the the flurry of the kids where we all celebrate Jesus' rising from the dead and this incredible mystery and power of resurrection of Jesus conquering death. But right now, we're here invited to sit with his body with the aroma in the tomb and to maybe crack our hearts open to start seeing this huge leap that it will be from this death to the resurrection, from this moment of pain and sorrow that Joseph and Nicodemus must have been feeling, from that moment into the surprise and the astounding reality that this tomb that they're laying him in will be empty. This is how we can best taste Easter joy, by holding the death and the resurrection together. So let us sit with this. Let's sit with the aroma. Let's sit with the reality of Jesus in the tomb and know that in Christ all who die will have an open future, that Christ has an open future opening to us, that this isn't a moment of closure for Joseph or for Nicodemus. It's a moment that will actually become a new beginning. For in Christ there is new life and all things are made new. Amen. Amen.